Hey guys, what's going on? Wait, keep going. No, it's good. We've done musical intro. Break it down, bitch. Let me see you back it up. Oh, okay. You guys stopped and I started to beatbox. I think we should start uh, a, a, a little, little, uh, Glee Club. What's it? Christmas maybe? Carol. <laughs> nope. Nope. We shouldn't. Um, caroling straight from our homes into yours. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is the Tough Cut <laughs> Podcast holiday special. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. Hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I'm Jake. This is episode 46. Part one of our holiday special. What the what the heck are we doing here? If you follow us on social media, you'd already know. And if you don't, give us a follow at Tough Cut Pod. Nice. That was a really seamless uh, plug. I don't think we've done one of those in the middle in a while. That was great. Yeah. I bet they didn't even notice that we were plugging. Yeah. Probably not. They didn't notice we got if paid. We had they have no <laughs> idea. Twitter. Guys, we should have merch. Maybe one day. Can we have merch just for us? Guys, if you tweeted us, if you, if we get 10 <laughs> tweets, uh, we'll make some merch. For ourselves. Yeah, the easiest None way for, for us to not commit to anything is just to say, guys, if you tweeted us, I've realized. <laughs> to just, just ask say for we're going to get some tweets. Um, so <laughs> what the heck are we doing? We made a, 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 a special bracket. Special bracket. This time, we didn't want to watch eight movies. So we did eight <laughs> TV show episodes. Um, happy holidays. Uh, Alex, <laughs> don't you mean we picked holiday specials for our holiday special? Wow. You fucking, you, you guys didn't polish this like we discussed. Now Santa's going to be angry. <laughs> We're going off script. <laughs> so. Coming at you in today's episode, we've got um, a very Glee Christmas special versus Community's regional holiday music. Uh, and then we've got South Park Merry Christmas Charlie Manson versus Futurama A Tale of Two Santas. And then we've got Black Mirror White Christmas versus Schitt's Creek Merry Christmas Johnny Rose. And finally, we've got the Rugrats Hanukkah special versus Tales from the Crypt all through the house. Uh, so a lot of variety I'm so here. Excited. Yeah, I'm so this is excited. Gonna be great. A variety of holidays, mostly Christmas, um, <laughs> a variety of TV shows. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll throw out there's a spoiler warning. We, we're going to be spoiling these little specials. Um, and I guess like, I don't know, like they're probably not going to spoil the seasons for most of them. Some of them are one-offs, but you know, if you're really invested in the show, I guess, oopsie daisies. Um, if you're really invested also, in the show, binge yeah. watch the show first, yeah. but keep listening to our podcast in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need those 
Viewer analytics, baby. And yeah, also, on top of that spoiler warning, guys, uh, we're going to give a little content warning for White Christmas. It's a Black Mirror episode, if you don't know about it. They're very heavy-handed sometimes, and this one deals in the beginning with a lot of uh, mental health and depression and thoughts of suicide. So please, um, you know, consider that when watching or before watching. And yeah, who's typing like a menace right now? That's Matt. His... Uh, I love editing this podcast because Matt's keyboard typing is so loud. It's so funny to work around. Thank you. I have a very nice mechanical keyboard. Oh, it sounds expensive. I also have like memorized what his audio looks like when he types. So like I just delete it right away sometimes without even like listening to it. And meanwhile, <laughs> I'm saying something incredibly profound and Jake is just cutting it all right out. I cut that shit out. If I if I see the typing, I'm, I'm out of here. So shall we jump into the first one? Let's do it. I guess audience, it's a holiday special and the holidays are coming up. So we got to get through these fast. Um, This is going to be a two episode special bracket. So we've got some we got some pace to go. We've got four matchups today, three next week. So let's do it. Starting off, we've got a very Glee Christmas. Glee season two, episode 10, directed by uh, Alfonso Gomez Rejan, released in 2010 this episode has a lot going on one of the characters wants her boyfriend uh who's in a wheelchair to walk the uh coach sue it turns into the grinch (laughs) um finn and rachel have uh were dating but they're in a fight because she kissed puck and finn is totally justified Uh in all of his actions and then the whole episode rachel is like hey love me and he's like i don't want to anymore this episode uh, really goes crazy. Um, I just wanted, I yeah. want to say something real, real quick with that. Uh, I need you to, I guess, to give the director who your credit. I still blame Ryan Murphy. You did not say his name. It, blame that <laughs> fucking man. Blame him. Say his name. He is a curse upon humanity. So many people were when making Glee. And also, this is one... Uh, if you checked our social media, you know, we did, you guys picked two of these episodes and this was one of them. So you guys also made us this do was, this and you made us watch it. And yeah, you we should made have us- said, this was an audience <laughs> pick. You, this is your fault that we had to watch this. Um, and and I, your I fault that you're listening to us talk about it. <laughs> uh, that's true too. The only thing I'll, I'll call out really fast before um, I introduce the other side of this matchup is I have never seen a single episode of Glee. (laughs) And this was an absolute whirlwind. With that, though, uh, on the other side of this matchup, we've got the Community Regional Holiday Music um, episode, season three, episode 12, released in 2011, directed by Tristram Shapiro. Uh, It's a holiday-themed parody of guess what? Glee, um, (laughs) in which Abed tries to persuade each member of the study group at a community college to join the Glee Club so they can qualify for regionals um, (laughs) because the previous members of the Glee Club were all arrested. Um, This I mean, I'm a big fan of community. This is just this episode's just a lot of fun to me. Um, They poke a lot, you know, clearly poke a lot of fun at the TV show Glee. But then also just like the concept of a glee club, which I just think is funny. I also think we should note that Dan Harmon is also a war criminal, but for completely (laughs) separate reasons from Ryan Murphy. Thank you. So shall we get into it? Yeah, I, I, I have so many thoughts about glee. (laughs) I watched this with my wife 
And I just want to share some things uh, that she thought about Leah Michelle. <laughs> yeah, get into it. This is, here's, here are some quotes. Look at her stupid outfit. She looks like a fucking twat. <laughs> there is a moment when she was singing to Finn and she wiped the snow off of uh, like a stool to sit on while it is snowing. And so she is covered in snow and still and it's fake snow. They're in a they're in a theater. So it's not like wet or anything. And she wipes it off to sit down. And it's like, why are you wiping it off? You're already covered in snow. It's not wet. <laughs> she just wanted to give herself a hard on hearing herself sing. She looks like Gingy. Another uh, outfit comment. Christmas is now my least favorite holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her stupid hat. It's not keeping her ears warm at all. Those are some of them. There are more. I took more notes on Glee than I have on anything else we've ever watched. I feel like Leah Michelle, like, or like she was a nightmare to work with. Everyone says, right? Like everyone Mm -hmm. has famously been like, Leah Michelle, please get her out of here. Do you think her and Ryan Murphy, like, do you think they get (laughs) together and they're like, hey, how can we be the two most awful people on set somehow? Yeah, do you think they conspired? Yeah, I think they did. I really, really think they did. Nothing about Glee is like, like her wish was for him to like get out of like a wheelchair. And I don't think it was for inspirational purposes at all. And like there's that one episode of Glee, spoilers. See, I'm spoiling other things about Glee. Um, if you care about Glee spoilers, don't listen to this podcast. Um <laughs> But like there's an episode where like the actor who plays like Artie, the uh, person in a wheelchair, it uh kept getting approached by fans because it was so big and was like, Hey, why aren't you in a wheelchair? Like you should be in a wheelchair and like kept saying like, you should be in a wheelchair. Uh, like how did you like stand up? And so he was like, please Ryan Murphy, this is real. Can I have a singing number where I stand up in a wheelchair, my wheelchair. <laughs> and so he did a song and dance to safety dance by men without hats where he did a whole dance number because he wanted people to stop saying, Oh my God, I didn't know you could walk. Yikes. You know what? So, okay, here's the thing. Audience, when Jake and I were both younger, we watched Glee and we liked Glee. I am not saying if you liked Glee when you were young and it was airing that you are a horrible person. I'm saying that if you rewatch Glee now and still think it is good, you are a horrible person. Please, please don't rewatch this show. It's not worth it. Don't do it. 100%. Although I did have to buy the episode on Amazon Prime to watch it on my TV. So now it will become a holiday tradition that I watch this episode of TV every year. (laughs) Um, Which sounds amazing. Uh, I should make a drinking game out of it, honestly. (laughs) Definitely will. Definitely will. Um, Again, chiming back in as the person that's literally never seen an episode of Glee. This episode starts with like this like fast talking recap to be like okay you know what's happening but like this person kissed this person and this problem's happening and these people are getting bullied and it's i literally one minute into this special was just like what was glee about holy shit the epic highs and lows of high school football all i know about glee is like that they sing and they had all those (laughs) albums and people listen to them. Oh boy. There is so much more drama to unpack. And I'm like, why does the coach hate the glee club? Why is she the literal Grinch? (laughs) What is going on? So 
since I had never seen this, I did not know as much of what community was trying to parody. So with that knowledge now in my head, it makes the community episode that much better. However, there's this level where the unintentional comedy involved in this Glee special <laughs> is just so, in, so incredible that community trying to like be over the top about it doesn't even it doesn't like get do to the justice. same level. It, like, yeah, I, I was going like, to say, yeah, community does not do it justice. Like, I think the community episode's very funny and like is a good parody, but it just like it, they they don't go far enough with any of it. Glee yeah. is a better yeah. parody of Glee than Community is a better parody of Glee. <laughs> it's it's wild. I will say the best joke though of Community that I thought was really really funny was their constant uh what is regionals or like god what are regionals yeah because as someone who watched glee a lot like i had no fucking idea what regionals was and they yeah. always talked about it there was the moment in the glee special where i know none of the characters names because i had one episode to learn 25 <laughs> characters uh, where one of the girls in the glee club is like we won sectionals twice and just nobody even <laughs> likes us and i'm like I literally feel like I, you know, <laughs> I am one of the characters from Community being like, what is regionals? I don't know. How do we advance <laughs> to sectionals? I have no idea. Um, my favorite line in the whole Community episode, just was want to call it out, because we should probably move on shortly. Dean Pelton <laughs> watching the thing, and then all as soon as Britta walks out going, oh, Britta's in this? Just with like a downward inflection, <laughs> exasperated tone. <laughs> Is so funny. Um, I love uh, Donald Glover literally going, Glee literally means glee. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit had me rolling. Uh, I'm ready to vote. <laughs> also, the the reveal that the pr- that the glee teacher killed cut the, the brakes on the bus to kill the previous, previous glee club. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Um, so my good. favorite moment in the community episode was uh, when Annie is getting... Uh, mind controlled uh like when they she first gets in and then they shut the door and troy is just behind the door and walks behind up behind the so door the funny. whole time um uh, we should vote it. we should vote yeah who wants to go first uh i'm voting for community i will never vote for ryan murphy <laughs> i'm voting for glee <laughs> i have so much more to say i'm i am i am stuck between a rock and a hard place between a parody of glee and glee the best parody of glee <laughs> yeah because I like don't I don't know on some level I don't want to celebrate something just being so actively <laughs> bad that it is <laughs> literally the best parody of itself. And like, I mean, I like community better as a show. So it's tough. I want to vote for community because I just think it's a better episode of television. But I want to keep talking about Glee is my problem. We can't. <laughs> Here's vote, the for thing. Glee. vote for community. But let's keep talking about Glee. <laughs> Seeing as I don't know who any of the people in glee are um <laughs> and i am more afraid of the glee teacher in <laughs> in glee who is not a literal serial killer but probably is he uh, yeah yeah kind of gives that vibe huh yeah Will i wonder Schuster why they also deserves that <laughs> lethal <laughs> injection um oh my god jake <laughs> well, i'm um, so sorry <laughs> I'm going to vote for Community Regional Holiday Music. Boo. Um, Boo. No, I know. <laughs> Just know, though, if people want us to, I really want to rewatch 
all of Glee with these two no. as a drinking game. <laughs> Yo, I, I can think the best episodes. I remember all of it. I already know what my favorite episode of Glee is. It's the one with, um, oh my God, uh, Neil Patrick Harris as uh, the like rival theater guy. And they both audition for, is it Rent? They audition for some show and they sing uh, a great song. God, I just said something in Glee was great. Kill me. Yep. Um, yep. With that, community advances. Um, moving on, we've got South Park, uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson, Season 2, Episode 16, 1998, directed by Eric Stoge, um, obviously written by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. The boys go with Cartman to his grandparents, where his uncle breaks out of prison alongside notorious criminal Charlie Manson, um, who slowly learns the meaning of Christmas by being a part of his own holiday special. Meanwhile, that's going up against Futurama, A Tale of Two Santas, released in 2001, directed by Ron Hugert, uh, written by Bill Odenkirk, actually. Um, This episode, so much happens. Futurama, Robot Santa, every Christmas comes and uh, attacks people um, because everyone is on the naughty list. So the um, delivery crew is uh, ready to shelter up inside when suddenly they have to deliver all the letters to Robot Santa. So they rush to Neptune, where Santa's uh, evil fortress is set up. Uh, They find out that all the elves are um, basically in tatters. Neptunians. All the uh, Neptunians are in tatters because they don't make toys anymore because everyone's naughty. They deliver the letters, try to kill Santa. Santa survives, chases them, gets melted in ice and stuck. Bender becomes Santa. Everyone hates Santa and Bender gets put on trial for being evil Santa, but he's not. So they have to try and get evil Santa to save Bender. And Bender's about to get uh, executed when Santa shows up and Bender and Santa go on a rampage attacking people. And that's the episode of Futurama. So much happens in this short little 20 minute episode. It is absolutely wild. I think that's one of the most I'm a big fan of. Both of these shows, I think it's one of the most impressive things, though, about A Tale of Two Santas is it doesn't feel poorly paced, which I think a lot of TV shows that try to pack in a ton can Mm -hmm. feel. Yeah. Which I think is really, really impressive and is a testament to how tight the writing is of the episode, Mm -hmm. um, which is super cool to see. Yeah. So a little caveat I'm going to throw out for South Park fans in the audience. I don't know if there are any. (laughs) Um, You may be wondering, why did I pick Merry Christmas Charlie Manson instead of the Christmas episode everyone knows? You're a serial killer. (laughs) Woodland Critter Christmas. I'm saving that. (laughs) Yeah. I felt it wasn't time to unload that on anyone. (laughs) Here, here, Here are my two cents. Unfortunately, Matthew and Alex both know this. I've never been a South Park fan, which frustrates me, honestly, because I can like give it credit for, you know, what it is and the satire and how like impactful it has been for people. But I've just I it it just they all talk so fast and, <laughs> and there are like occasionally good jokes, but I feel like they just throw jokes at you rather than it like be like consistent to anything. And like that's fine for a certain thing, but it just. Oh boy. Um, and, and especially if it's going up against Futurama, like I missed, I didn't realize how much I missed Futurama. I used to watch it a lot. Like, I think it's a great show. Uh, like it's so hilarious that like <laughs> they use like, you know, the scarier versions of Santa Claus in a really fun futuristic way where he's just a murderous like robot <laughs> that's canon and he's a fucking lunatic. He shows up many times in this show, just in general, like almost as a main like side character. 
it, it's like attacking capitalism and like the westernizations of shit and like it's it's very very fun and i think just so much more my speed for comedy so than because i yeah jake i'm, just I'm not, gonna tack on to what you said oof. because i watched some south park not a ton i generally when i've rewatched south park am not a huge fan of the earlier episodes so here matt is my criticism uh, of your choice. I think the tough part about this episode, I think it's pretty funny. The issue is the two, I guess, two of the main kind of three or four big jokes in this episode are the family of Cartman's and Mr. Hankey, both of which rely on like seeing a lot of the show or I guess seeing enough of the show. And so... I, I know you wanted to save Critter Christmas, but I just think this was not the one. Well, so here's the the piece I want to give is I agree to a certain extent with some of what was said. I definitely think this is more dependent on some of like the the earlier South Park stuff. It also does suffer from some of the before um, Matt and Trey really got into their groove as far as writing went, um, which I, I, I do think is somewhat noticeable. However, there's this through line where... They like I I think one of the more significant jokes in the episode is playing like parents hiding the the fact that Santa is not real from them is like this earth shattering revelation. And like that satirical angle, I think, is like really, really well done. Um, And then there's this other piece that gets into more the like societal political critique that Matt and Trey are really, really known for that comes with kind of the. use of force and like militarization of the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that's probably my favorite part of this episode. And what I've noticed that I like most about South Park is they handle police shit so well. Like it's so funny and it is so well, like satirical, like the whole line come out peacefully and we'll shoot you. Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> like that was hilarious. And that like, it's sad, but like, I, I genuinely think the cop parts were the best part of this episode and most of South Park. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I recognize that this suffers from some of the early South Park stuff, but I do think there's like really good elements here. And just the concept of Charlie Manson becoming a good person for being in his own Christmas special is really funny to me. That said, though, I do think as far as like consolidated Christmas episodes go, I do think Futurama, A Tale of Two Santas is probably like a a better self-contained single story. I just think that we need to put a little bit more respect on what Merry Christmas Charlie Manson does. Oh, no, it does. It does do a lot of good stuff. Um, I do have to say, though, in order to remain philosophically consistent, you should vote for Futurama because (laughs) um, you didn't appreciate or you didn't say anything about appreciating how in the Glee episode, they talk about the earth shattering importance of Santa not being real. So yeah, I don't know. See, but Glee South Park makes <laughs> fun of it. Glee on the other hand is like, we need to contribute to a high school aged woman's delusional belief that Santa is real. <laughs> and no one sees a problem with that. It's a work of art. I'm voting for Futurama. Everyone sees a problem. <laughs> Everyone sees a problem with that. Um, yeah, I just think Futurama has like a lot more. Like it, it hits more consistently yeah, for me. I, so I, I, I think it, the the writing is tighter in Futurama. It's so funny. Like like we I know we talk Matt a little bit more about better as time so goes fun. on, um, and the critiques they're known for start to show up more. But I, I 
Charlie Manson. He's mentioned twice in this bracket, baby. Come on. Um, gotta throw him in there. He is. Yeah, he's he is. mentioned in the I'm, community. I'm episode. honestly excited about uh, South Park's COVID epi- uh, special that they're going to do. I'm oh, yeah. About that. Plug in that. Um, they did a COVID special, a vaccine, vaccine special, post COVID special, and they just released post COVID part two. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the pandemic has doesn't end travel, for 20 right? years. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, they're all adults by the time COVID ends, which is. Mm-hmm. Please kiss on me. <laughs> Stuck in um, forever. Me. Moving right along. Alex, you want to go ahead and introduce Shits Creek? Merry Christmas, yeah. Johnny uh, Rose. Shits Creek. Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose. Um, epi- uh, season four, episode 13, uh, directed by Andrew Cividino and Dan Levy, released in 2018. Johnny Rose decides he wants his family to celebrate Christmas like they used to. Uh, they haven't done it for a few years. But of course, it's the day before Christmas and they have no time to make any plans for a holiday party. Everyone uh, goes a little crazy trying to plan this party. It's pretty funny. That's kind of the be- it, like it's it's hard to describe this episode because episodes of, of Shit's Creek, I feel like for the most part, feels very like natural, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love this show. Uh, Jake. Um <laughs> Jake, <laughs> Jake. Yeah, I'll, I'll introduce, and then I, I do want to directly afterwards comment uh, as well. But yeah, this is—it's going up against White Christmas, right? Yes, I'm not crazy. Okay, yeah, this is going up against uh, White Christmas. You know, it's a Black Mirror episode, 2014, Charlie Booker. It's about two people uh, who are seemingly stuck, you know, in a cabin, and three interconnected stories to combine and you know figure out what's going on. Uh, and why they're in this cabin in the first place, and we get past to both of them. Uh, it's classic, like Black Mirror. I, in my opinion, genuinely one of the better Black Mirror, possibly the best. Hmm. And I think it has a great p- twist, a great, like, great fucked up hypotheticals, which is what the show's all about. I'm a big fan of this. It's, uh, yeah, I just remember first watching this and be like, oh shit, this is what Black Mirror can be. Really, really fun. Uh, it was the first one that had like a, a like it has John Hamm in it. And like I was like, oh, there's like an American like actor, like it's actually breaking through uh, to American audiences in a really fun way. Yeah. What were your thoughts on Shit's Creek? Because I have direct thoughts on what you just said. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's why I'm really upset that this is my first Shit's Creek episode. Like I've always wanted to watch Shit's Creek, and uh, it's going to be tricky. You still can. I no, I mean, no, I, I will. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to vote for... No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, like, I... It's a shame because this one out of all the ones, like, really, really, really feels like it's dependent on me knowing this family way better. Like, Because I just have no emotional attachment with them at all. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just don't. And it feels like a weird one to hop into and, like, have to care about this family, especially how far it is, like, in the series, where it's, I feel like I really would have probably cared way more. And I could just tell that I could have cared way more. And so it just yeah. it bothered me, unfortunately. That's... I think that's a good point. I, I guess having watched the show, it feels very natural that I care a lot about these characters because it gives you the... the gro- like, I've had the growth of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show does a very good job of introducing them, but yeah, I guess I can see that a hundred percent. I'm going to hop on what you said though, about white Christmas possibly being the, your favorite episode of black mirror. Cause I thought this was absolute trash. I thought it was so <gasps> bad. I, so I've never seen an episode of black mirror 
But I just thought the world building in this episode was so (laughs) awful. They did so much where it was just like the block is legally legally blind uh, binding. Like they just like instead of they just like said things and it was like, oh, I guess this is I guess this is true. Like in, in terms of world building, they they told instead of like showed hmm. if that makes sense like legal like blocks cover offspring block too right i mean they show it but they like to give it weight they just say legal blocks cover offspring too like i just i think that concept could have been very cool i don't think they I just thought the way they did it was so dumb. I thought it was so stupid. And they centered the whole episode around it. I don't know. So I'll chime in with my thoughts on these two. One, I have seen Schitt's Creek. I, I think the show is just so terrifically written. Um, I think, you know, a ton of it, it concept by Eugene and Dan Levy. Um, tons of it is written by Dan. I think both of them take part in writing at various different points. Um, this episode in particular, I feel like you can feel quite a bit of Dan and Eugene's writing coming through. I think it's a, a fantastic holiday special. Um, I think it's funny. I think it's heartwarming and really interesting. Uh, I watched this with someone who has never seen Shit's Creek before. Um, and they had like a really, really good time watching it. And it made them want to go back and watch the show from the start, which is, I just think, an interesting observation. On the other hand, I have never seen Black Mirror. And jumping in on this, I don't have the same problems that Alex does. I, you know, because I'm at least aware that the show's sort of I don't want to say gimmick, but their big thing is kind of asking these larger questions of technology Mm -hmm. and society. You know, are there maybe could some of their like world building and the conveyance of the world be a bit better? Sure. But I don't think any of it was egregious. Um, However, the sort of philosophical problem that this episode tackles or one of the big ones being that are the, you know, these um, cookies, AI assistants, whatever, are they conscious? Um, Are they should they be deemed as people? is like a really big question in philosophy. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to dig into it because you guys already got philosophy from me in the past few episodes. <laughs> damn so it, damn it. Instead, I'm going to make a plug. At Tough Cut Pod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but David Chalmers, who is a fantastic philosopher who talks consciousness, wrote a paper about AI and the hard problem of consciousness and like, what does it mean to be conscious? Um, and that is what this episode made me think about, which I think is so, so, so cool. So I think like as an episode of TV, I enjoyed the Black Mirror episode a lot. However, as a holiday special, outside of being the fact that it happens to be placed at Christmas, you know, I don't think that we get much in that regard. Um, like this could have been placed on any day and you still could have conveyed the same message, you know? Um, right, and right. that is more what trips me up with the Black Mirror episode. Yeah, I, I suppose that's fair. I just really didn't like watching Shit's Creek. I just felt it was too short for me to really care about. Like, I and I, it's a shame because I really think it has potential to be fun. But I just, it got way too like cheesy sitcom like <laughs> stereotype. Like nothing stood out about it for me. Interesting. And that's my issue. Like it just set, set like it was a stereotypical sitcom Christmas special, and like. I'm not uh, like I like things that kind of explore more. And so that's why I like f- probably forgave White Christmas. We're like, yeah, it doesn't have to do with Christmas, really. I mean, he said it's like a Christmas tradition to see his daughter. Like it doesn't it's not really focused around it, obviously. 
um, mm-hmm. or Christmas holiday parties they had in it. Like they, yeah, it just happens Christmas, to be placed at Christmas. It's like yeah, they have a bunch. Like it, it works for some of the things. It doesn't like, but I just thought it was a way more unique way to like approach the Christmas special thing, and like it, it maybe just care more about it rather than a stereotypical sitcomy way. And I just yeah, I, no, no shitting on Shit's Creek. Pun not intended, <laughs> but uh, I just I saw nothing that's like nothing stands out, and with White Christmas stuff stands out. So I don't yeah. know. That's fair, I guess. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we're uh, for this one. It's two like probably polarizing ones, and then yeah. you're you're kind of yeah. caught in the middle here. So like, I'm yeah. not going to be able to convince either of you to go which way. And both of you seem pretty stalwart in your opinions. You both didn't like the other episode. <laughs> Um, which is what it is. Um, just, you know, another go read Chalmers paper. Um, he is a fantastic writer of philosophy. Well, okay. Quick question. I'd love to read it. Do you think the episode handled that question of philosophy? Well, because I personally I, don't. They like. I don't they, think they're they trying were, to answer it. They're just trying to pose yeah. it, you know. And I honestly like have an issue fully. Cause we we t- kind of talked about this in like the platform. We're like, yes, if you're making this kind of content, there's a certain responsibility to a- ask your questions like in a certain way. But I don't think any audience member should ever go into it expecting a full answer to a philosophical question or any kind of real, real answer. I think the point of it's not to really answer it and like if you have more fun just having an open-ended conversation but that's tricky because audiences like closure yeah my issue is so i think i think they do try to answer it right they don't show they only show one side of the issue really like they only show how it's a bad thing i guess that I guess there's some truth in that. And I think the Mm. line I want to kind of cling on to is when he's explaining that, like what he does for work and like the concept of the cookie to this other guy. Um, Joe, I believe is the, the, the gentleman being interrogated. Um, you know, Joe is like disgusted by the treatment of the AI and he's like, Oh, well, you must be a good person. Um, because most people don't think that way, That's which fair. I think there are two pieces to that, though, is one of it is John Hamm's character, like working his angle of like building rapport, which I think that's one of the that is one of the things I really liked was he like upfront is like, yeah, you know, like I did this thing where I, you know, he's like yeah, instructing he's people thing. on how to do that. And then this entire time I'm like, oh, that's exactly what he's doing with this guy, Joe, like he's playing the exact yeah. same moves. Um, which I think that is set up and written well. Um, yeah, I suppose they don't dig into the sort of philosophical implications of are AI conscious? Are they should they be treated like people as much as I may have liked? But they're you know, I understand that Black Mirror is also trying to pose like multiple larger philosophical questions at one time. You know, yeah. yeah. Should we vote? Uh, yeah, I'm ready to vote. I'm ready to vote. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm voting for White Christmas. I'm voting for Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose. Um, and seeing as this is a holiday bracket, I am also voting for Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose. I think it does. It is a more proper holiday themed special. Um, right, 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 right. But hey, it doesn't mean I don't want to talk about Black Mirror. <laughs> no, no, I'm still very <laughs> excited for it. What's next? What's next? So jumping into this last matchup, we've got the Rugrats Hanukkah special. Um, which was season four, episode one. Uh, this was also an audience pick. So congrats to the multiple people who voted for this one Um, released in 1996, directed by Rami Musquiz Uh, during Hanukkah. The babies try to help Boris deal with his childhood 
rival Shlomo as they're appearing in a synagogue pageant together. All the while, Angelica tries to watch a Christmas special, but it's Jew time, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I just want to say, if you liked Rugrats uh, when you were younger, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you like Rugrats now, (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. That was a joke at Glee's expense. And we'll continue (laughs) to make those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going up against a doozy. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, 1989, All Through the House, Season 1, Episode 2, believe it or not. I I don't know if you guys noticed, this is directed by Robert Zemeckis. And I don't know if you noticed the name. Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. That's the that's, dude. That's insane. That's the dude who directed and helped write it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is this is a story. Uh, for me, it feels classic. Uh, but, you know, a, a woman uh, kills her, her uh, husband. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. That's the story. Tries to hide the body, but then all of a sudden, a m- mental hospital crazed killer in a Santa costume has escaped, and shenanigans are afoot. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty. Like uh, this is such a fun episode of television for me. Like it's so fun. And everything about the Crypt Keeper. I grew up watching Tales from the Crypt. Like you know. Uh, his little puns, his like, this is like comedy and horror at its finest. I really, really think. Mm-hmm. And I think this builds, builds what's so fun. There's like the murder at first, which is the little like wild. And then, you know, the child's there. It's like this whole weekend at Bernie's thing. But then all of a sudden, a <laughs> mental hospital escapee and the shot of her like dragging him out and like the radio getting louder and louder and the door slowly closing and then the key falling to reveal she's stuck. And then all of a sudden he's alive and then he dies again. Like it, there's so much, there's so much in this. It's I really, really enjoy it. But um, yeah. (laughs) So hopping in on that, I also watched a ton of tales from the crypt as a child. Hell yeah. In this, so I generally watched more goosebumps than tales from the crypt. That's probably the responsible thing for you to do (laughs) Um, as a child. Yeah. I still love tales from the crypt. I had not seen this episode before. It was a, I had so much fun with it. I love the Crypt Keeper. Literally incredible every single time. The the one thing, as you were kind of explaining, Jake, is like a lot happens in this episode. I do think it suffers for in its in terms of its pacing a little bit that like there isn't much time for it to sort of build tension on like the the horror elements of it. I think that the the balance is maybe a little bit sh- shifted off what I what would have been like a dream scenario. And obviously, like I get it's a 22 minute episode. They've got like a really tight time that they've got to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of like struck me with this one a little bit. I still had so much fun with it because, man, do I love a uh, murder at Christmas. I am. Um- I didn't watch any Tales from the Crypt, so this was a wild ride for me. I, I agree with you, Matt, about the the pacing issue. Like the the piece that speaks out to me the most is building tension with the uh, right at the beginning. She's dragging the body out. You hear on the radio like murderer. And then like the one really big uh, like tension building moment is, oh, no, the axe is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, though, I wonder if the pacing felt off to me because I watched this episode on YouTube at two times speed, uh, which was an absolutely <laughs> ludicrous way to watch this. Uh, I, I actually, it made it really fun. I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. 
something deep in my body hates that, but felt, I'm glad you still enjoyed it. Well, to me, I felt like watching it at two times speed made it more comedy and less horror, uh, which was <laughs> oh. very fun for me. <laughs> becomes almost vaudeville-esque as it's like oh no the axe has dropped the key fell through the, the stairs <laughs> he slipped on the on the him climbing up the ladder at the end was very funny because it was just like yeah it was great it was a great moment <sighs> yeah on the other side uh, you know as i introduced we have the rugrats hanukkah special which one hanukkah baby it's a holiday um, get some other representation in there. Is that your big shout out for Jews? Was that, was that it? This, one, this, this one's for the Jews in the back. Um, Woo. Something I Woo. think was really Sorry. interesting. Woo in the back. Woo is, in the back. Thank you, Jews. <laughs> um, is I have not gone back, maybe unsurprisingly, I've not gone back and watched much Rugrats uh, since I was a child. Yeah. And I was surprised by like the writing quality on a lot of the jokes that clearly children were like not gonna really understand like they weren't like adult jokes they were just like more clever than like writing in a children's show about babies should be yeah it was like really smart writing i was so surprised which was super weird to me just like even like the the littlest things of like it's ha nika or like the oh you broke my shin it's like these are like i don't know (laughs) just like little things i will say something i think is both admirable and like you suffer from as like a watcher a little bit is it a huge purpose of this episode is to like clearly to teach children about Judaism and you know like we're really not all that different they're just celebrating their own holiday and like here's why they celebrate it um which is super cool for a kid's show to do um representationally that's you know clearly we have far more Christmas specials than we do Hanukkah specials Mm -hmm. but it also means like if you are already familiar with those it's like okay I get to see um, babies pretend to be major (laughs) figures from Jewish uh, lore and it's like okay okay Um, but like you know the other pieces that that come together on like themes of of like family and like holiday and like tradition um, I thought were really nice when it started I thought the whole thing was gonna be the Jew like the the little babies being the Maccabees and I was very like happily surprised when it wasn't just Maccabees <laughs> um, as fun as that would be to see I feel like it was surprisingly well done oh no officer I didn't kill him Santa did <laughs> <laughs> I think she delivers a hell of a performance. I think it's the perfect mix of camp and like scream queen, especially at the end where she's just like screaming yeah. so much. He's like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. and he's just like naughty or nice. <laughs> I just think it's so fun, man. I think it's terrific fun. Two things I want to call out though. One, all the handles in the house, those like, crystalline whatever the same handles i have in my home just mm. mm. get locked in a closet closet right back there um and then second um i just want to read you guys one of my notes ugly bastard hentai santa <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh you're gonna have to elaborate on that yeah, man, the Rugrats Hanukkah special was messed up. <laughs> I can't believe they put that in there. So tell us about it. Talk about it. Uh, no. 
<laughs> oh, man. No further elaboration on that. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Um, this man uses a tire swing to break open a window <laughs> to get into the house. Guys, guys, there's a clear answer here. I love Jews. Shout out Jews. But Santa using a tire swing to commit murder. Yeah. Guys. So here's where I'm torn because I truly think in terms of holiday specials, the Rugrats Hanukkah special is probably the most holiday special special we got on this list. It is explaining mm. a holiday. It is like uh, celebrating a holiday. All of bastard. that. But I had so much fun watching Tales from the Crypt. I truly don't know which way I'm leaning. Look, it explains murder. It explains, <laughs> you know, murdering someone for money. It explains, uh, you know, escapees. It explains. It explains uh, escapees. <laughs> um, I think at this point, Jake, wait, wait, you're just Jake, listing Jake. things that appear in the plot. <laughs> Jake, can you explain escapees for me? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I don't have to. If what you have to do is uh, go to season one, episode two from Tales of the Crypt, and uh, you know, actually, some fun trivia. This actually was the first episode of Tales from the Crypt they recorded, but they released it as the second episode. Huh. For that season, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, for the first season, it was the first that episode. That kind of makes they sense ever because oh, you're they're right. doing season like, one, episode two. Yeah, they don't want to because it's a horror. Show, and they started off with a Christmas thing. They're probably yeah. like, uh, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't, even though it's really baller. They're like uh, the comics, you know, that it's it's based off of the scene of the her holding Santa's hand and him standing in the hallway. It looks so cool, and you guys should look it up. Like it's the a comic. Very, Spook, yeah, yeah. It's um, very, very I also cool. want to highlight the Crypt Keeper's absolute banger of a line. <laughs> this particular Santa preferred oh, his <laughs> preferred older women. Um, <laughs> has a lot of frightening implications about regular Santas and obviously that particular <laughs> murderous Santa. I love the Crypt Keeper so That's, much. It's such a good character. I love him. He loves you too. Wow, that is a really good comic. Yeah. Oh, so. No, shout out to that comic. It's very, very good. Wow, and they really did make the guys, the Santa's makeup, look like this this comic character. Yeah. No, the production value of like Tales from the Crypt, especially like this like episode, like it's it's very very good. And as an adaptation, because this is an adaptation from a comic, like I, it's so fun. There, there's so much fun to be had with the Crypt Keeper and Santa. Fuck it. We're voting. We got to do it. We do need oh, to God. do it. Okay. We got to do it to him. <laughs> Shout out my boy Santa. I'm voting with the Crypt Keeper all through the house. Tales from the Crypt. Normally, we don't think murder for the holidays, but sometimes <laughs> when you're me... That is a big piece of your holiday. Um, so I'm and that's why for he's voting for Rugrats Hanukkah. <laughs> Yo, the um, Maccabees, I hate to say it, guys, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. They did you're a right. lot of killing. Um, so Tales from the Crypt is moving on. I, uh, I, I would have voted for Rugrats Hanukkah, and I was 100% decided in that fact. <sighs> it's a tough break, tough break. Tough break. Shout out, shout out, Jews. If it makes you feel better, three Jewish men voted you off. Uh, That's that is true. <laughs> it, it's so fun though, and I kind of um, I watch. Makes me want to go back and watch more Rugrats. That too. I want. So this year for Hanukkah, I watched a uh, <laughs> a fairly heavy-handed uh, Hallmark Hanukkah movie um, for Hanukkah, <laughs> um, and I kind of just want to watch the Rugrats Hanukkah special every year now. Because I think that would be yeah. fun. 
It was good. Um, with that, though, coming at you next episode, we've got community regional holiday music. Um, and by extension, the Glee episode at parodies um, <laughs> uh, facing off against Futurama, A Tale of Two Santas. And then we've got Schitt's Creek, Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose facing off against uh, Tales from the Crypt all through the house. Um, so it should be a really fun semifinal and final. That's right. No honorable mentions, because those of you who contributed by voting for what you wanted in this bracket, you were the honorable mentions, uh, though none of your the things you voted for advanced audience. That's why we do the show. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean, Glee will inherently advance because we will no, talk about Glee's, it no matter Glee's what. moving on spiritually. Yeah, <laughs> it is. The Glee literally of this means Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the community episode and Glee are intrinsically tied so really one a vote for one is a vote for the other <laughs> yeah yeah if we vote for community we're voting for both community and glee and we must pay for our crimes <laughs> god we must um if you enjoyed the show share it with someone that celebrates a holiday even if Any that holiday, holiday is flag day yeah flag day june 14th coming up <laughs> this is our flag day special <laughs> this is um, our flag day special we'll release it again on june 14th <laughs> also uh, if you you know you like the show, you can follow us and rate us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Spotify just started rating podcasts, so go rate us there if you listen there. Uh, we know oh, some of you do because we're post. in your Spotify Wrapped, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna come for all of you, everyone that we storied. We know who you are. We know <laughs> where you live. We're gonna come. You better rate us. Shouldn't have tweeted about it. Follow <laughs> us on social media at Tough Cut Pod. If you want to suggest things that go into our uh, special brackets, we used to write reviews on Letterboxd. Maybe we'll start doing that again at Tough Cut Pod. With that, Happy Holidays. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Happy I made holidays. you out of <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bye.